Welcome to the Chainbreaker Entrepreneur Podcast. This is the place where we refocus and re-energize so that we can break through everything that holds us back from greatness in life, business, and parenting. I'm Rochelle Bohannon, transformational business coach, life energizer, multi-passionate entrepreneur, and mama of two. Each week, I'll bring you conversations, spirited strategies, and practical tools that will help you bring your soul back into balance and get out of your own way so that you can create the impact and the income that you know you're meant for. Are you feeling like you're coming home? Let's do this. Welcome, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to chat about your morning routine with kids in particular. This is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things to talk about. I am so passionate about morning routines, and the reason for that is because my success has weighed heavily on my morning routine. Uh, The minute, the moment, the day, uh, the season that I really started committing and implementing a morning routine was the day, the season, the time in my life and in my business that really completely opened up a ton of space. Uh, a ton of space figuratively, uh, like obviously in terms for me to think clearly and to get clear on what I wanted to do and next steps and all the logistical stuff, um, but also like logistically too, right? Like it opened up space for me to actually do the things that I wanted to do and to stop saying that I didn't have time or that I didn't know how to fit it in or and all the frustration that comes with those kinds of um, thoughts and patterns that end up happening in your life, right? So... I want to chat morning routines. I want to chat morning routines specifically with young children because I started doing this when Breslin, my oldest, who is now almost four and a half, he was about six months, you guys, and he was a morning baby. He still is more of the morning baby compared to his sister, but at the time, he was waking up at 5 or 5.30 every single morning. He was not a great sleeper. Um, he is now, he's a, he's a pretty decent sleeper now, but still he's a lighter sleeper. Um, but he, like, he was a morning kid and it was really, when I first thought about implementing a morning routine, I didn't think I could do it. I, I didn't think it would be possible. I thought like, how the hell are we going to do this? My husband and I did it at the same time because we were in a place then where he had a corporate job and we realized we wanted to start a business and we didn't have time to do that because we, you know, were all day long. I was with our son. He was at his job. And I was doing things during nap time for uh, my freelancing, my writing business. Uh, but he didn't, I mean, there was no spare time. And so we decided that we were going to implement a morning routine. And actually where this came from is I heard about a book called The Miracle Morning. I heard about it on Facebook and I sent it to my husband when he was on a business trip and he read it the whole thing in like a day or two because he had a bunch of free time in like at the, at the end of the day in the evenings when we were we were watching TV and like vegging out. He was like, I'm going to read this book. And he like got up with that first morning and sent me a picture at 5 a.m. He went for a run in I think he was in New Mexico. I really vividly remember the picture and I was like, I remember that moment because it was like a very pivotal moment in our life and in our business. And so I know what it's like to have kids who don't sleep well, who wake up really early. And I will tell you that if I can do this for the last four years and if it can change my business, 
you can do the exact same thing. And this is why I want to talk about this topic in particular. So I'm going to give you guys a bunch of steps, a bunch of really actionable things that you can do to establish a morning routine with young kids in a space and time where you think it's just maybe not possible for you. Uh, Like it could be like, it's, it's probably for a lot of you listening, it's probably even something that you've tried before and it didn't work and you were annoyed and frustrated and you just think it's something that can't work for you. And a lot of what I uh, coach on and teach with my one-to-one clients is how to make something work for you and to take, you know, things, really proven strategies that work universally, but really tailor them for you and become really empowered in your own journey through and in those particular processes and things and action steps and all of that. So I am the, all of these build on each other too. This is kind of like a step-by-step process to establishing a really, really strong morning routine over time. You guys, I didn't do this. I didn't wake up the first morning and it all went really well. And I was like, yeah, I got this. And I've just been doing this for four years. This is a process. This is a long-term game. It's something that has evolved and it will continuously evolve as my business grows, as my business evolves, as motherhood evolves for me, as my kids get older, as you know, we have more kids and all of that. So this is something that I, I guess maybe that's even the first step too. Like this is really just adopt this mindset of like, this is supposed to evolve with me as a human being, as a parent, uh, as a mother, as a father, as a, you know, a human being and, 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 and as a business owner, because all of these pieces of your life and your, your personal life and your business and your relationships, they're all going to change and they're all going to need a little bit more of you in different moments of your day, of your week, of your month and of your year even. So I want you to just kind of like, let it be something that evolves and adopt this mindset that this is a practice. This is not something that's going to be perfect. And I think so much of the people that come to me that say, I've tried this, I've tried a morning routine, my kid wakes up. And a lot of times I'll be like, well, how long have you been trying this for? And they'll be like, uh, you know, oh, a month or two months or even a few months. And I say to them, like, this is not like, this is literally just like I say with your business, you're not going to get overnight results all the time. This is your life's work, right? Your life's work is to establish like really healthy habits for yourself and to let them take on the shape and form that they need to take on for each season of your life. And especially when you have really young kids, you have very short seasons that feel like they're crazy and they totally are, but you have to always kind of adopt this like, well, I'm just going to ebb and flow through it. And I'm just going to kind of just allow myself to try my best and to work through this with what I've got today right now. And that might be a kid that wakes up at five or five 30 in the morning. So the first step that I want to share with you in really establishing an awesome morning routine that ultimately really supports you and your business and your vision is to stop saying that you can't do it. And if that makes you uncomfortable, it makes you want to turn off this podcast and throw up the middle finger at me. Uh, Let's just keep diving in. Hold on a little bit longer. And if it makes you feel really frustrated, like you want to cry too, like Rochelle, you just don't get it. I do get it. I do get it. And I know what this is like. I've had so many mornings where I literally want to cry because my morning routine is wonky or it gets thrown off. The irony, I forgot to share this in the beginning. The irony of this entire podcast being recorded today is that my son woke up at 6 a.m. this morning, which for some of you, I know you're gonna be like, oh, I wish, but hear me out. He has lately, um, by lately, I mean in the last year, he sleeps in till 7, 7.30, sometimes even a little bit later, but pretty religiously at 7 or 7.30. 
So for those of you whose kids wake up really early and they're young, there is hope. I'm not making any promises, but just know like your kid might change. I never thought he would be a later kid. I never thought in a million years. So the irony of this is he hasn't woken up earlier than 7 a.m. in a really long time. Sometimes though, he'll wake up at five and I'll have to go up and cuddle him back to sleep and I'll wake up his sister because we all sleep together. And that's another thing I'm going to mention later on. Like I've done this while co-sleeping with two kids, you guys. If I can do this while co-sleeping with two kids, one of which is not a good sleeper, you can do this too. I promise you. So that's the irony. And he woke up this morning and he was like all bright eyed, bushy tailed. And he actually got out. He said he wanted to go downstairs. And I was like, and I knew I was going to record this podcast episode this afternoon. So I literally laughed and I was like, how funny is this? I kind of love it because it's really teaching me to practice what I preach and to give myself a deep breath here and figure out what I can do right now. And so I'm going to share a little bit more about that in the next couple steps. But the first thing I want you to do is stop saying that you can't. Stop saying that it's not possible for you. Stop thinking that it's not possible for you. Stop envying other people who have morning routines. Just stop the, stop the conversation of like, well, my kid's so crazy. And, you know, I, you know, I saw you guys, in addition to co-sleeping and doing all this, I've been nursing my daughter for two years and I nursed my son before that. So this is like, and at night too, on demand. So This is something that I've done through all these different scenarios that really aren't ideal on paper, and I'm not going to say that they are. I'm not going to say that the way that we sleep has been really um, conducive for this whole process in my life and this this particular habit that I have in my life, but I have committed to it um, even through the, quote, non-ideal circumstances. So that's step two. After, after you're going to stop saying that you can't, you're going you're gonna to start telling yourself, like, I can do this. I'm going to really, like, give it my best shot. You're going to commit. You have to commit to it, and you have to commit to it long term. You can't think you're going to try it for a week or two weeks or even a month or two months, you guys, and it's going to be perfect, and it's all going to be in flow, and you're going to get all this stuff done. If you think that that's going to happen, you're going to be very, very, very dramatically disappointed in this process. So the second thing you're going to do is you're just going to commit. You're going to say, I'm going to see this through because I want to adopt this practice because I know it will be really, really, really good for my business, for my health, for my sanity, and all the things from my relationships with my kids, my partner, my friends, my business, my clients, everything. You know it's going to be good. The reason why you're drawn to a morning routine is because you see it work for tons of people and you want it to work for you. So commit to letting it work for you. Commit to doing whatever it is that you need to do and to taking whatever steps in whatever direction you need to do to make it work for you and your life and where you're at today. The third thing, these three, the first, these first three things, I feel like they're so equal. Um, and this one, I wanted to start with this one, but I really had to go into like the woo stuff first. Stop saying that you can't commit, commit to it. Right. But this one is simply a logistical one. You guys, if you want to establish a really awesome morning routine, especially one that's earlier than your normal routine, you have to go to bed earlier. And I know some of you are cringing because you want to watch all your shows And Brett and I were just like that in the beginning. We had our routine where we put Breslin down for bed. We'd sit on the couch for an hour. It usually wasn't even an hour. It was like two or three hours. And we'd veg out on whatever shows. And don't get me wrong. I think there'll be a time and place for us to watch TV again in the future, at night especially. But right now, it's just not something that we do. And we made a choice. We knew we had to choose between watching a couple hours of TV at night or getting up in the morning and being productive. And we knew that if we kept choosing TV, we would be in pain. We knew that if we kept choosing the thing that didn't really actively move our dreams and our vision forward, we would be in pain. 
And so it sucked to give it up because it felt it felt good to kind of zone out. And there, to be honest, there are times that I miss that. I miss that the ability to just kind of chill and relax and all that because we don't do that now. We go to bed pretty much with our kids. Um, but it was just like, what do I want more? And, you know, especially when you're in the earlier season of your business and in the earlier seasons of parenting, there are sacrifices that you have to make. There are things that you have to give up, but you, it's, it's not that you're giving up all the things that you really love. If, and here's the thing, if you love, really love TV, maybe, maybe if you really love your one show or your two shows, you can do that a couple nights a week and you can forego a little bit of your morning routine. Like this is something like if you really love The Bachelor, I'm recording this on a Tuesday. So The Bachelor was on last night. I don't watch it. I follow it a little bit. But I don't really watch it. Um, I like. I would say like watch the one show that one night that you love. Like don't don't like really go cold turkey if you're not feeling that. If that feels too restrictive for you, allow yourself a little bit of space and wiggle room. But like really get clear on like is this going to move my business forward and what do I really want and what do I need to do to take the steps forward in that direction. And for us, it was giving up TV and that felt uh, a little bit like annoying in the beginning. But very very quickly, we just didn't care anymore. And I just don't really care that I don't watch TV. I really I really don't care. I don't miss it. Um, like I said, I totally know in the future, it might be something when my kids are older, um, and my business is in a different point and I'm not like in the thick of the, the young kids in motherhood right now, but this is a pod, this is an episode directed toward people with young kids specifically. So, um, none of us are there yet. Right. So the second thing or the, the fourth thing after going to bed earlier, logistically speaking, you want to wake up earlier, you have to go to bed earlier. Don't sacrifice sleep. Do not do that. I would never, ever tell anybody to sacrifice any amount of sleep for their business and any of that. Of course, are there going to be days where you're like, you know, you can't sleep or you're, you have to get a couple things wrapped up or you have to wake up earlier and you, and you couldn't fall asleep? Of course, there's going to be times where you don't get a perfect amount of sleep. But don't sit there and say that you're going to go to bed at 10, 11, midnight and wake up at 5 a.m. You guys, that's just bad for your health. And if you're not healthy, your business is not healthy, especially in the long term. It is not sustainable. So don't do that. For the love of God, please do not do that. Um, a lot of people try. And then that's a, that's the reason why they end up failing is because they're so freaking tired and they're so exhausted and they can't think and their brain sucks, basically. Their brain is like mush and it's just like the life is all sucked out of it. So don't do that. Um, the next thing, another really, really, really awesome tip, uh, somebody today, I was actually having a conversation today with somebody and they were saying that it's really hard for them to actually wake up in the morning. So I would say, put your phone away from your bed, put your alarm clock away from your bed, try to get your phone out of your room. If you can, I actually just recently did this and I noticed a really huge, um, shift in my sleep. I actually went to like an old school alarm clock and I really, really noticed it. But before that I had my phone, um, in different seasons of uh, of the nursing journey, I would have my phone out of my bed or out of my um, immediate bed space. Um, but there were also times where I had to have it next to my bed because I would my alarm would go off, my daughter would nurse, and then I would get up out of bed. And so that was a way um, for me to just kind of stay awake. Uh, and but I don't make it a habit if I don't have to. I really try not to look at my phone before I get out of bed. But there were times that I had to kind of just adapt and be like, she wanted to nurse right at 4.30 when I wake up. For, for, for the record, I wake up at 4.30 or 5 every morning. And you might think I'm crazy, but it works for me. And I go to bed at, you know, no later than 9 p.m. Usually it's 8.30 depending on 
the kids and how quickly they get to sleep. Um, for anybody curious about my specific uh, time of wake, that is, that is that is it. And yes, it is. Um, it is not something that many people do, but I want to live a life that not many people live. So I have adopted that as part of my practice in this particular season. And I encourage you to do whatever that feels like for you. You know, just give yourself the morning routine that you want to give and, and start at the time. For some of you, it might be nine or it might be six, right? Like, I don't know why I said nine, but it might be six. 6am, right? You might wake up at 7am right now and you might just want that extra hour. Do it. That might feel like a huge stretch for you. You don't need to wake up at 4.30. Another really great, amazing tip that I have for you is to chug water when you wake up. Chugging water when you wake up. And I would start with 8 to to 12 to 16 ounces in the beginning, but I personally do 32 ounces now and it instantly wakes your brain up. It hydrates your brain. It hydrates all of your cells and it helps you actually feel alive when you wake up and it's, you're not like, you're instantly like filled up and hydrated and you're not like sluggish and tired anymore. Um, even when you get a good amount of sleep, that, that time of the morning can be a little bit tricky. So just to, it kind of helps you just elevate that first part of your day. Um, establishing rituals. So like I said, we read the book, uh, The Miracle Morning, and it was totally a game changer. And there's some really specific processes that are outlined in that book. Um, In the beginning, we did a lot of those. A lot of it was meditations, affirmations, visualizations, moving your body, exercise, um, journaling, reading, all of, there's all of these things that they like, they want, he wants you to do. Hal Elrod is the author and he wants you to do all of those things. In the beginning, we did that because it felt like there was some structure there. And we did like five minutes of each some mornings. We did you know, we would kind of like, you know, five minutes of meditation, 10 minutes of journaling. You kind of just play around with the times. I don't do that anymore. I do, I do whatever I feel called to do. Sometimes I choose journaling. Sometimes I choose reading in the mornings. I don't do every single thing every morning, but I have rituals. I light incense. I light my Palo Santo and my sage. I put on some essential oils. I chug my water. I make my coffee. I do a little stretch. I meditate. Um, do I do with all of these things perfectly every single time? No. But I do them, and over time, these habits and these rituals have just become part of my my deal, and I really look forward to them. And so it's really important to look forward to what you're doing in the morning, especially when it's that early, and to just have a process that you establish for yourself over time. Play around with it. I really encourage you to play around with whatever it is that you want to do that first thing before you dive into your work, because a lot of you guys are going to be wanting to work in this, in this time, and that's okay. I would say definitely establish at least a 20 to 30 minute ritual before you can work. If not, 10 to 15 minutes. Give yourself a little bit of space to be who you need to be and to get clear on your thoughts and you're really like really tap into who you are and how you're feeling in that morning and in that day. Um, the last couple things I want to share with you. You have to keep going. You have to be consistent and you have to keep showing up. Um, this goes from step two in the commitment stage. You have to commit and you have to keep going. You have to keep trying this. Allow it to evolve. Let your kids wake up. Go cuddle them back down and then go back down and do one thing that you need to do to move your business or your personal life forward that day, whether it's journaling, whether it's reaching out to a client, whether it's voxering a client back, whether it's you know writing out your content for the day. Allow it to be whatever it needs to be in that day. It's not going to go perfect. And the last thing I want to share with you is to just allow Allow the ebbs and flows to happen. This is a long game, you guys. This is not something that you need to perfect. It's not something that will ever feel perfect over time. I can promise you, I can guarantee you 100% that if you commit to this for six months or longer, you will have a strong morning routine most days. 
you will figure out what you need to do for in order for it to be good. You will still have bad days. You will still have days where your kids wake up or your people are sick or you're sick or whatever, but you will, in the big picture of your life, you will have a morning routine that helps you become a better you and run your business in a more focused, strategic, aligned, and energetic way. And so I just want to encourage you to really tap into the long game of this, you guys. This, this morning routine, especially when you have young kids, it has to evolve with you and your kids, where you're at in parenting, where your kids are at. Um, teething is something that always throws it off and growth spurts and, you know, obviously being sick and all of that. So I just encourage you to allow a little bit of space to happen and to really get clear um, on, you know, maybe just one step you could take. If you're using this time to work on your business, just one step you can take, even if your kid wakes up and they're nursing or they're cuddling with you or whatever, figure out what it looks like for you. And I'd be happy to chat this out in our Facebook group, The Chainbreaker Entrepreneur, um, or message me on Facebook, Instagram, at Rochelle Bohannon. Um, Tag me in this episode if you feel inspired to start your own morning routine or dive back into your own morning routine. I know a lot of you listening have probably tried it and you probably felt like you were failing, but um, that's I feel like in the beginning that's just how it goes. And so you have to consistently commit to showing up. So I hope that this has inspired you to tap back into your morning routine to really try and give it a real true effort this time and to stop saying that you can't and to just go. And over time, I promise you, it will become a real thing for you and it will change your life and your business. I love you all so much and we will chat again soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope that this message was exactly what you needed and fills you up with focus and energy so that you can now take inspired aligned action toward everything that you dream about. If you loved it, do me a favor and hop over to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. And if you know of anybody who would dig this episode too, share the love. The more people who come into their soul's power with us, the better. Also, if you're craving more energy and connection, come hang with us on Facebook. Search The Chainbreaker Entrepreneur and join us as we support each other on this incredible journey. And finally, if you're wanting to know more about what it looks and feels like to work with me, head to rochellebohannon.com and schedule a breakthrough call. I would love to chat more with you about how I can help you find energy in the overwhelm and take your business to an incredible next level. See you next time.